Welcome back to the Carter Street Shenanigans podcast, where I talk about dumb shit and have dumb conversations with people I care about. I'm your host, Dave. No, you're not. No, I'm not. I'm your host, Chris, and uh, today I have with me the one, the only, the legendary tree of wisdom, Cold Cuts. My name's Kevin. Yes, I have with me today my younger brother, Kevin, a.k.a. Cold Cuts, and... uh, there's no reason why we call him that. There's literally no reason why. He likes to say, and I quote, and this is from when he was younger. I've been calling him this for years. He used to say when he was younger that I call him that and make up reasons why I call him that. He used to say, it's because I'm cold and I have cuts. I'm, I'm like, dude, you're an idiot. That's not the reason why. I just like the way it sounds, and I think it's a funny-ass nickname, so I named it on you. Yeah, we don't talk about that no more. <laughs> but yeah, happy Valentine's Day, guys. Today we're going to talk about love. And intrigue, and heartbreak, and all that good stuff that yeah, happens on Valentine's like Day. <laughs> Look at him when I said heartbreak. But yeah, why don't you just introduce yourself first? Talk about your likes, your dislikes, who you like to stick it in, and what you like to do when you stick it in. Wait, <laughs> you don't need to talk about that last part. But if you want to, this is a safe space. It's okay for you to talk about these things. Well, what are you me? <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, like I said, like he said, my name's Kevin, and like I just like. Doing nothing. I just sit on my ass all day in this game. Yes, he's lazy and he's he likes to, he's. <clears throat> I had a stroke there for a second. He likes to play games and break hearts, ladies. I'm kidding, but I know you're the least interesting person I know. So how about you tell her more about what you like to do, huh? I actually like to watch a lot of anime and play games all day. Your boy's a weeb. Yep. So all you ladies out there who are single on Valentine's Day, holla at your boy over here, <laughs> and I'll hook you up with my brother. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He doesn't need you, and he doesn't need anybody, like he says himself. Yep. Anyway, but yeah, today we're going to talk about like our childhood, and since it's Valentine's Day, romance, obviously, which is a great topic of discussion between the both of us, him being a lonely teen and me be a fa- being a father. Our lifestyles are very different. I'm not that lonely. I know. I was got to get to that. My, my friend over here, a.k.a. Cold Cuts, <laughs> lives that bacheloresque lifestyle. He likes to be, I don't know if I pronounced that right, but he likes he likes to fuck around. He's a little fuck boy. I'm he, a freelancer. Or a freelancer, as he says. But me, on the other hand, I'm happily m- married. Uh, I have a domestic marriage, nothing official, but that doesn't stop me from calling her my wife, because that is exactly what she is. She's the love of my life. We have a beautiful son, uh, and just, yeah, I love her with everything I have. But that's enough of that. We'll get more into that later. Well, what I want to talk about first is our childhood, Carter Street, because I kind of want to give more background information on what that means to us. That place was uh, the first place we lived at after our parents divorced with our mother and uh, three of our cousins. So it was in one house, it was my grandmother and her husband, me, my brother Kevin here, my older sister Wendelise, my cousin Miguel, my cousin Nelson, my cousin Maria, there's like 17 Marias in my family. If you're Mexican, you know what I mean. But 
Yeah, and um, my mom, my aunt, and that's about it. So you know, there was a, there was a lot of us in the house, and me, Kevin, or should I say, Kevin and I, and Miguel and Nelson. Okay, can, you grammar Nazi. Listen, I'm not a grammar Nazi. All right, I have the worst English in the fucking state. I say in the state because there's probably people who have worse English than me down south. But <laughs> but yeah, uh, we lived in the same room and. We, me and Kevin shared uh, bunk beds, and my cousin Nelson, my cousin Mikey shared bunk beds, and we used to do WWE shit, like just straight up like beat the shit out of each other, jumping off of the fucking bunk beds, doing swanton bombs and fucking backflips. So my brother, when we first moved in there, he was three years old. Three years old. He used to jump off the fucking bed like a sociopath, head first. Swanton bomb, fucking Jeff Hardy style onto us while we're wrestling on the ground. He used to do like frog splashes, like the five star frog splash. Fucking. Oh my god, this kid was crazy. He was doing the most moonsaults and shit off the bed. Three years old. I mean, his bones were like rubber. Like he would like hit the ground and just keep running, you know, <laughs> and coming at us. He was a tough kid. He used to eat rocks. And piss on ants. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was a crazy kid. And uh, as he got older, he, he started being a bitch. But now he's back to his crazy self, his original self. And I respect him for it, for going back to his roots and being who he was originally. And stop being such a fucking bitch. But that was only me at 12 years old. Dude, literally from like the age of 10 to 12, you're the biggest bitch. Before that, you're the coolest kid in the club. And now... You're also the coolest kid in the club. I'm back at it. But you're not old enough to be in a club. But yeah, my boy is 16. I'm 20. I'm four years older than him. I feel like an old man when I sit next to him. Yeah, you old bastard. (laughs) I feel like an old bastard. I'm 20, but my body is 40. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, um, you want to talk a little bit about how Carter Street was? Like the things we did, like specifically the backyard shit. Um... Just overall, just random stuff we used to do. No? Not interested in our conversation? I am interested. I oh. was just waiting for you to stop talking. Hey, man. You could jump in anytime. Oh, for real? This is, this is unscripted. All of this is... Dude, I don't have a plan. I have bullet points. My bullet points are my parents' divorce, <laughs> Carter Street, wrestling, stunts, videos games. Oh, speaking of stunts... Like, neighbors' kids, we talk about. Right, but we'll you talk. just cut me, but like I. Yeah, you cut me, so. I mean, you can jump in whenever you want. Right. You have the mic. Alright, speaking of stunts and shit, I'd always jump out the window like a crackhead. We'll get to that. <laughs> they need context! You need. <laughs> they need context! It's not like you're throwing yourself out of a two story building head first onto the fucking cement. It's not what he did. So. Not yet, at least. <laughs> so. Back back then, we used to share a room, and the room... Well, the way the building was set up... I gotta, like, give you guys a little rundown. The way the building was set up was that there was access to the backyard through the first and second floors. Okay? The second floor is where we lived. So we had access to the backyard, and being kids, we would always... And the way it was set up was there was a back porch on the second floor that would lead down some steps that would lead to the first floor porch, which was bigger, and then some steps that led to the backyard. The backyard was pretty big. It was a fairly big backyard. And under the first floor porch, it was elevated off the ground. So you could go underneath. It was more like a deck. So you could go underneath, and uh, it was like a little home, that we would call it. 
we would use it as a base to play house. Uh, when we played like red light, green light, go, that would be the base. When we played hide and seek, or like we, what you call it, like, like when we just hid from like our parents. And shit. Yeah, when we got in trouble, we would hide down there from our parents, and there was a section that was divided in and underneath the the porch to the the backyard. It was a section that there was that was divided, and back there it was fucking disgusting, cause it was deeper into the into the back. And it was more, it was dirty. There was like uh, two by fours and moldy wood, old ass dolls and shit. And rusty ass nails. And rusty ass nails all over the place. It was fucking disgusting. Um, but yeah, we found a Power Ranger back there. Uh, I don't know if you guys know about Power Rangers, but there was like 70 different types of fucking Power Rangers. And they always recycled the fucking themes. It was always like dinosaurs or like car themes or like fucking animals and shit. Sometimes ninjas, sometimes samurais. But it's always like the same fucking themes. Yo, for real. But I think it was one of the car Power Rangers. I, I can't tell which one. I think it was Power Ranger Zero and the Red Ranger, obviously. And uh, being assholes like that we are, we chucked it onto the neighbor's roof. We didn't give a fuck. And that dude stayed there for years. All right? I don't even until know if he's the, still there. Until the, well, we'll get to that. Until the day... Until the, God damn it, I keep stuttering. Fucking dyslexic. I'm not dyslexic. But, I, well, I might be dyslexic. I don't know. I can't read. I'm illiterate. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, until the day we left is when we recovered that guy. And we'll tell the story about that a little later on. Um, but, yeah, we used to invent games in the backyard. I know, you, I, I, know I talk a lot. All right, so if you have any input on this... Feel free to jump in, my guy. You okay. don't have to wait until I'm done talking. You could be a rude asshole. I don't care. All right. All right. Just uh, know certain words. You know the words. All right. All right. But, <laughs> but yeah, we used to just invent our own games. We invented this game called Catch and Throw. Literally kickball. When instead of kicking the ball, you'd catch it and you'd throw it. Creative fucking name for that game. Most creative name in the world. Catch and throw. Hey, man. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not a creative-ass name. The, the name of the game is the name of the fucking rules. Oh, yeah, when we played Monkey in the Middle. Monkey. We'd always make Mahdi in the middle for no reason. Yeah, we played soccer. And, and oh, it was great. You know, our childhood was pretty good. Just cle- typical childhood shit. We would fight with the neighbor's kids. Uh, the neighbor's kids would always try to steal our games. They would always, like... Uh, Say that the games that they had were were they were ours, like they would say that our games were theirs. Sorry, and they would steal them, and so we would challenge them to the same games, and we would always crush those kids, dude. We would kick their ass in every fucking game we played. Those kids were the most unathletic kids on the block. Or when they saw us playing WWE that one time, yeah, they wanted to wrestle with us, and the only reason, really, well, there was uh, two boys and a girl. And the girl, I don't know what the fuck was it with little girls back then that liked me. I was disgusting. I was an ugly ass kid, okay? Like I said before, I was a chubby little fuck. I had fucked up teeth. My hairline was all messed up. I looked like a skinhead, all right? <laughs> like, it was bad. My haircut was all types of fucked up. I had that buzz cut, but with the fucked up hairline and everything like that. My teeth were messed up. Every time I smiled, it looked like I had to take a shit. Like, I was just an ugly ass kid. But... For some reason, girls always found me interesting, and I never understood why. I would literally look like garbage. But to each their own, I guess. But yeah, the only reason why that girl wanted to play with us was because she wanted to touch me. That was it. That was the only reason why. She just wanted to like be on my team, and I hated it. I, I, I have this thing where 
I hate when girls hit on me. I really do. And it's not that I'm gay, you know. I just, because I have a fucking kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I have a wife and a kid. I'm not gay. And there's nothing wrong with being gay, you know. It's just, that's not, I don't swing that way, man. I always, I always had a thing with, it. well, not just women, but people hitting on me in general. Be a guy, be a girl, be a trans, whatever you want to be. Just don't hit on me, because I don't like it. It's not my thing. I know. Hit me up. I'm lonely as shit. <laughs> yeah, hit my boy up at coldcuts at wwe.com. And that's with a K. <laughs> no, but but we'll, we'll, we'll add your plug in later. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so he just, like, she would just try to talk to me, and I always hated it. I didn't like when girls would approach me. I don't like when dudes approach me either. Like, I don't like when anybody approaches me and just starts, like, flirting with me. That, that, that bothers me. It gets on my nerves. Like, hey, man, have some respect. Mm-hmm. You know? Have some respect. And not even for me, but for yourself. You know? Because, baby, what are you doing? Do you know what I mean? Why are you hitting on me? I'm disgusting to look at. All right? Your standards must be low if you're talking to me. Because I'm, the, I'm oh my god, I I cannot explain how ugly I am. It's just yeah, the self hate in this podcast is insane. I know, but, right? But <laughs> dude, I I was just an ugly kid. Like I know I was an ugly kid. I know I was. Boy, you looked like a potato. Exactly, bro. It was disgusting. Like you were a cute kid growing no, up. No, I was not. I was fat as shit too. No, you you were cute. You were a cute kid, bro. You had like those big innocent eyes and that cute little smile. Yeah, but I was not innocent. Though. But you now you're u- but now you're ugly as shit with your big ass nose and your fucking pus pouring out the pores in your skin. You fucking bad skin bitch. Go get some fucking acne cream. But <laughs> got nice eyebrows though. I would kill for your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> but, bro, why is that everyone complimenting my eyebrows? Nigga, because you got I'm some nice sure. eyebrows, bro. But your nose is disgusting. Boy, your nose is disgusting too. You got your mom's nose. Nigga, you got your mom's nose too. And you got your fucking crusty ass dad's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have the same dad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, Kevin was a cute kid. I was an ugly kid. All right. I didn't care. I knew what I was. And I was proud of being ugly. All right. I would get bullied for it, though. But... Yeah, my parents, I, I actually, I was more self-conscious about being fat than I was ugly. Because I didn't care if I was ugly, I just cared if I was fat. There's nothing wrong with being fat, I just didn't like it myself. And, uh, I was always scared of the health problems that came with being fat. That's the reason why I don't want to be overweight. Because I, I'm, I'm definitely afraid of the fucking, t- like, I hate the hospital. You know what I mean? Yo, like, all the time, <laughs> dude. Every time, like, they mention the hospital, my dude would get jumpy and shit for no reason. I hate going to the hospital. It's nothing, and it's nothing, it's literally for the reason you, it was literally for a reason you wouldn't, like, even, like, think about. I hate the hospital because I feel like they steal people's money. That's the reason why I hate the hospital. It's not because I'm scared of needles. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, inject me with heroin if you want. I'm not gonna care. <laughs> but, but, I, I just don't like the hospital because I feel like it's a waste of money. Yo, and for real, though, like, like... One week in my room and I'm fine. Exactly. Like if when I would get sick, like I have the full the flu and everything. The only time I went to the like hospital was if I was like seriously fucking injured. Like um, <laughs> going back to being the kid, like going back to Carter Street. Uh, one of like on one side of our, our our yard was the neighbors that with the kids and everything with the three foot fence. They would hop over when they play games. On the other side were these disgust. Look, there's nothing wrong with white people. All right, but there's just. And they just happen to be white because there's disgusting ass people I know from every race. All right, so this is just people in general. People be disgusting. Yeah. But there was these gross ass white people 
that live next door. And they, they never clean their yard. And that's the reason why they're gross. Not because they're white. They're gross because they didn't fucking clean. All right? I'm not fucking judging them for being white. I'm judging them for being fucking gross and not cleaning. Yeah, for real. They, they didn't clean their yard. They had, like, fucking two-by-fours. Car like, parts. Like, car parts. Uh, like, there was a crib in the backyard. They had a big-ass fucking, what was it, a, like a Rottweiler in the backyard? Yeah. Oh, my God. It was just terrible. They ended up getting evicted. I, I hope to God they're okay. They were they were okay people, you know, just scary as fuck at first. But when I talked to them afterwards, they were they were okay people. They were decent folk. They were just gross. They, they were just dirty. They were just dirty, you know. <laughs> It'd be the dirty booty niggas that'd be fun. Like you know what I mean? You ever like? <laughs> I I never understood this, but it was the dudes that stunk in school that were always the funniest. The dudes that smell like hot garbage and hot dog water were the funniest fucking dudes in school. Yeah, but like... Like, on your breath. I don't fuck with you, your fucking smell, but dude, you're cool. I fuck with you, you know what I mean? <laughs> it was always those, those gross-ass people that are just the funniest people. Yeah, but like, you told them to wash their ass. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I had no chill, no filter. Now I do. My, my kid made me soft, man. Having kids makes you soft, you know? I used to be, like... Like, I don't know, after years of bullying, I had enough, and I was just to bully myself. I wouldn't bully people, like, on purpose. Like, but if people, like, went after me, I would come at them harder, you know? That sounded fucking disgusting. I would come at them harder. Like, ah, take it, bitch. But no. <laughs> but I would, like, they would, if they would, like, try to get get at me, I'd fucking get at them back, and even worse. Oh, like when they try to start fights. Ugh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, I... Like, later on. We, I'm, like, trying to go in chronological order, and I'm jumping from place to place. Like, my story has, like, different, like, branches of the fucking story. It's like I'm trying to explain everything at once. But, yeah, going back to the neighbors, they... They were just disgusting, man. Disgusting. It was just a bad, bad time. And then they got evicted, and they had, uh... Left all the garbage back there. The owner of the building just condemned the building, and it was due for, uh, for demolishing... So the backyard was just filthy, and it was just filled with fucking like all this sh- this disgusting shit. But it looked like a junkyard. It, it literally looked like a junkyard. It was fucked. It was so fucked. Uh, and so we used to play soccer. The fence on that side at least was high. It was at least a nine foot fence, you know. And I was the only one after like being chubby. I was still the only one that was athletic enough to climb because my dad used to beat the shit out of me, like I said, and do MMA shit with me and train me to be an MMA fighter. So, so I was the most athletic out of, out of all my, my siblings and my cousins. So every time the ball would go over to the fence, I would I'd be the one to get it because I was the only one who could scale the fence fast enough and climb back fast enough to avoid the dog. This was before they, they left. After they left, um, they left all that shit. So I would still be the one climbing over back and forth. One day, we kicked, we're playing soccer, and uh, my cousin Nelson, he, was the, he, like, he had the strongest legs out of all of us. Like, he could kick the shit out of the ball. Like, he wanted to be a professional soccer player, and he fucking trained like it. Dude was nine years old, and he knew what he wanted. Kudos to him. He's not a soccer player. He's a fucking mechanic now, but still. <laughs> we still love him. We still, we still love him, and he's, he's funny as hell. I got to get him on here one of these days. Yo, for real. He's a fucking crackhead. He looks homeless, though. <laughs> yeah, he looks like your local meth dealer at 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, he, he literally looks like that. But he's a cool guy. Uh, yeah, love we love him, him, though. Love him to death. No homo, though. <laughs> Dude, he's our family. What this, why the fuck you have to say no homo? But, but yeah, so he would always kick the ball over. And uh, and one day, I climbed the fence. And when I, when I jumped down, I jumped 
on one of those rusty ass fucking nails. And it went straight through my shoe and into my foot. And I got tetanus. Yeah, but you didn't even feel it though. I didn't feel it until I, I, I grabbed the ball, hopped the fence back. And then I started walk. And after we went back inside the place, when I started feeling it, so I, that tetanus, like, instant. As soon as I hit the steps to go upstairs, I felt the pain. I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, <laughs> but weird thing about me, when I'm hurt, I fucking laugh. Yeah. And the more I get hurt, the harder I laugh. You know? It, it's so funny. And then, so I was laughing, like, nonstop, hysterically. And my grandma was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you laughing? Stop it. And I'm like, I can't. My foot hurts. Like, check my foot. And, uh, and they're like, there's nothing there. You know, you're fine. Go, go to bed. And I'm like, yo, my foot hurts. Like, that's why I'm laughing. I can't stop laughing. It hurts. And um, they didn't want to take me to the hospital. Because it's like Hispanic parent shit that they don't fucking take you to the hospital unless you're coughing up blood. Yeah, like, like, you're visibly dying. They will never take you to the hospital because they're cheap. And they're lazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, at least my parents were. I don't know about your parents. I'm not talking shit about your parents. I'm just telling you how, how most Hispanic parents I know are like. And they're basically like that. And so they didn't want to take me to the hospital until my mom got off work. My mom got off work. And I told her, I was like, yo, my mom, mom, I can't stand. My foot hurts. And she took me to the hospital. And the doctor was like, yo. You got fucking tetanus. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. And my mom was like, how did this happen? And I'm like, mom, I told I told grandma and, and Titi that I landed on the fucking nail and they didn't believe me. And I took off my foot, my, my took off my foot. I took off my shoe and I showed them. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with my mom? And so so what they did was they took like this antifreeze shit and froze my fucking foot until it was numb and like it was funny. And it tickled. And then they stuck the they stuck a needle in my foot to take out like all the rust that was in my foot, all the like poo poo particles and shit, all the doo doo flakes. <laughs> flakes that was in my foot. They took it out and uh, and they froze my foot and I had to like um, use crutches to walk for like a week. Then my foot got better like really fast. I don't know why, but I always healed fast. It was weird and uh, and yeah, it was just it was insane. <laughs> I have a lot of stories of me just going to the hospital for dumb shit. There was one time where I stuck my arm through a window, and that shit, like, just fell on it. And it was, like, purple. It was swollen, and it was purple, and it was fucked. And I I thought I had a... My mom thought I broke my arm, so they took me to the ER, and it was just a sprain. Like, I was just severely bruised, and just... Um, thank God I didn't have to get a cast. I didn't break my, my, my arm. But, yeah, I used to do a lot of dumb shit like that. Um... There was one time I got a real bad infection in my knee. Oh God! It was like this. There, um, it was fucked up because I was like, "Yo, I have this thing on my knee, and it's just like it really hurts, right?" And so my grandma, being the fucking Hispanic she is, she's like, "Oh, it's just a pimple. I'll pop it." She kept trying to squeeze it and squeeze it and squeeze it and squeeze it, till it got so bad and so big and so swollen that I couldn't even bend my leg. It was fucked. It looked gross. It looked gross. My knee was just huge. This huge fucking cyst on my knee. It wasn't a cyst though, but it looked like that. Like it was it was huge. And it was just filled with pus and it was infected and it was just bad. And so I, my mom took me to the hospital. It was always my mom that took me to the hospital. Nobody ever wanted to take me to the hospital besides her. Yeah. <laughs> like like it was only her that ever took me to the hospital. And uh she she took me and no anesthesia, no nothing. They cut my knee, like put a small cut in it, and squeezed all the pus out. 
And it just shot up in the air like a fucking rocket. Like when you put Mentos in a fucking Pepsi, you know? Like, but it's Coke. Well, Coke or whatever. Like, I, I love Coke. I like, I like, I prefer Coke over Pepsi. I'm not saying, I'm not, there's nothing to Pepsi. Like, Pepsi's good. I'll drink it. But I'll take a Coke over a Pepsi because that's just my thing. Like, I grew up drinking Coca Cola. And yeah. I, I don't know. It's just a childhood thing for me. Yep. I grew up drinking Coca Cola more than I did Pepsi. And it just, that's just, like, I'll drink, like, like, I'm not the type of person that's like, <laughs> they'll like be like oh dude fuck Pepsi bro Coke is way better like I'm not like that like I like I fuck with Pepsi you know it's just Coke's my favorite soda yeah I don't drink soda like that that like that much I've been drinking like a lot of water trying to be healthy I'm a fat fucking dad and I need to lose weight but but yeah so like throwing like this is this is getting sidetracked like to the max well, talking about fucking my favorite soda and knee absence. And then you say I have ADHD. It's not ADHD. I just like to talk a lot. You know? Yeah. But, but yeah. And uh, it was just bad. It was. They never... And, yo, know, it's funny because the same day, like, like, like three hours later, I'm still in the hospital and I see my brother go into the ER. I'm like, what the fuck happened to him? <laughs> I was like, I cut my knee open. So what happened was, he was running around my dad's apartment because my dad was taking care of us. My mom dropped him and my sister off at my dad's place so she could take me to the hospital. And my, my brother was running around like a crackhead. And I don't know if you've ever been into like those apartments, but like where there's rooms that are divided. But like the thing that divides it is like a metal little fucking bar on the floor that like... Like, so you could tell the difference between the rooms, and then it's just like a metal bar. So one of the screws in the bar came loose, and it was sticking out. It didn't come out completely, but my brother was running around, and he tripped in the kitchen at the divider between the fucking kitchen and the and the hallway, and he landed on that bar with, this, with the screw, deep. and it went bone deep and cut him. And I started laughing. He was, he was like, he was laughing, but he had tears. It was the funniest thing. Because when he came in, he was... He was laughing. He was like five. He was laughing and he had tears and it was funny as hell. And he's and he's just fucking crying and laughing. I see him like they wheeled him in because he was it was a, he was small and they just wheeled him in. And I just see him laughing and crying. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It was so funny. You know, then they put stitches in my knee and then we're like. Like, a couple hours later when we got back to the house, like, it, I kept trying to pull it out because it was mad itchy for no reason. Oh, my God, yes. It, <laughs> it was funny. And then we literally, um, we literally went to, like, oh, like two weeks later, his his stitches were closing up. We literally went to a pool, and <laughs> he, jumped, he jumped in and just ripped out all his stitches. And he was like, fuck it, man. Like, he, <laughs> he was five. He didn't care. He used to rip his teeth out when they were loose. I'm surprised his teeth didn't grow back fucked up since he used to do that. He he has the best teeth. At, him and my sister have the best teeth. My teeth are fucked up. Like, <laughs> it's just bad. Yeah. I don't have, like, super fucked up teeth. It's just I have one tooth that just goes back a little into my mouth, and that's about it. Everything yeah. else is fine. But it's just that one tooth. But growing up, my, my teeth were fucked up. Yo, for real. Like, I used to chew on, like, everything. Like, all my toys and stuff. I was one of those kids, you know? You hungry bastard. It wasn't because I was hungry. I just liked the way it felt. What well, the hell? I don't know. It, felt, it was a weird fascination I had. But yeah. How about we talk about some love, you know? It's Valentine's Day. You're asking the wrong person for this. Dude, I don't care. All right? <laughs> I just want to hear your stories. Your luck with love. I don't know why. I just, my voice went really deep there. <laughs> 
It's just fucking. It's like my balls dropped in the middle of that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, my name is Chris. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna go jerk off now. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go jerk off. But uh, but yeah, just um, like I don't your, even know. your favorite girl my that favorite. you've ever dated, the one or your first love. You know, I you never tell me these stories, so I want to know about them. I want to know how I, things were, how happy you were, and how things ended. Alright, I'll tell you my, about my first love. Shit, it was a long ass time ago. How long ago? How in, long ago? In fifth grade. Not fifth grade, I meant third grade. Third grade? Yeah. Emily Nacincero. Shut the hell up. Oh, dude. Is that her last name? I can't yeah, even remember. Yeah, it was. Yo, I shouldn't name drop people like that. You really shouldn't. <laughs> I, I, uh, we'll just say Emily. Oh, well, they know anyway. They can't. Now they, 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 now they know. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um. But, but yeah. like, nah, this girl, Emily, I had a huge-ass crush on her, and, like... Dude, I said first love, like, the first girl you dated. Oh, oh the first girl I dated, the first girl I dated. Yeah, nah. not, not the first girl you had a crush on. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this was fifth grade. Use first name, though. Her name was Victoria, and, like, we'd sit together on a bus, we kiss, and then the bus driver would make fun of us, and I'd start cursing him out, and I started laughing. But the cool thing was, you know, shout-outs to that bus driver... Mr. Davidson, you know, and he was like one of my favorite bus drivers. Like, he was mad cool. He didn't write up anyone. He was a super chill. And like, I miss that dude. I don't know where the hell he's at now, but like, I wish I could just ride on the bus again. One last time. One last time with that dude. <laughs> but anyways, like, we had all, all of our classes together. We'd sit next to each other. This is in sixth grade? Fifth grade. Of course you had all your classes together. You you had one fucking classroom. Same difference. <laughs> <laughs> but it don't matter. <laughs> but like, no. We just stopped because like, I was like, all right, we're going to different schools, so like we can't keep this shit up no more. And she's like, all right, I understand. And I was like, all right. <laughs> what the fuck are you, adults? Yeah. Shit. Yo, y'all breakups was like more mature than my breakup <laughs> with my last with ex. And I was just like, alright, well, see you. And then I just gave her one last kiss, and then we dipped. Well, I dipped. Not even gonna lie, Loki kind of cried that night. Ladies and gentlemen, my son was 10 years old, crying over girls. Yeah, but I was more mature than you at that time. Yeah, that's true. I was still doing WWE shit with my boys in the bathroom. Yo, can I speak to that a bit? But Do you guys remember those kids in school? Alright, it was always one of them, at least. And this is for my boys. Who would drop their fucking pants to their ankles at the urinal? I don't know why I got so loud there, but dude, it was fucked. Yo, that shit's so disgusting. Like, you know what? We ain't trying that to is, see your little boy cheeks. That is socially unacceptable, man. Yo, whoever created that is a fucking I don't know. Society. I don't know where these guys learned it from. Because they sure... Because you, you don't pick... Just pick that up. You know what I'm saying? Like... And I don't know where it comes from. I don't know how these dudes do it. It's got to be like a family tradition or something. Because, look, I'm going to be honest with you. My dad was always working all the time. I barely ever saw him. So I was potty trained by my mom. My brother was potty trained by our, my mom. We didn't fucking do that. We didn't. We never did that. Not not like like who teaches these kids to do that? Well, no, it's worse though. It's worse when you see it be a grown ass man like, in a public bathroom. That's the worst. Yo, because they never grew out of it. You know, it's one thing when you're a kid, okay, 
It's one thing when you're a kid. Because like, you're, you're a kid. You're a kid. You don't know any better. But when you become an adult, man, you should know. Like, you should know better. You should fucking know better than to do that. You can't be exposing your bare fucking ass to other grown men. In a bathroom. In a bathroom. That's borderline sociopath stuff. These people are menaces to fucking society. Honest and they God. just need to be stopped. That It needs to stop. Yo, also, what was it with the kids shitting in the urinals? Like, what the fuck was that What shit? the fuck was that? Who shits in the urinal? Or the retarded ass kids that be pissing all over the floors and the bathroom. Oh my god, why would they do that? Why do they do like why do like dudes are gross? I don't know. They would like they, they would try to pee from like the fucking like, like just like six feet away and try to shoot it like fucking into the into the urinal. It, like they would have pissing contests for real. To like shoot it as far as they can into the urinal. I don't know what the fuck was up with us in middle school. Like us guys were insane. Yo, them little niggas with burgers. Oh my butter. god. Well, I can't even speak either. And you better pray to God you were never caught taking a shit. Oh. Because that was the end of your high school life. Yo, for real. If you were caught taking a shit, and they would recognize you by your fucking shoes, alright? If you got caught taking a shit, whew, they would never let you see the end of it. Yo, I don't know if y'all did this, but like, whenever someone was taking a shit, we throw the garbage bin into the fucking stall. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, with all the doo-doo fucking paper and all that Oh, shit. that's horrible. <laughs> and then, they just dump it on them. And this was in middle school, because, like, I was in sixth grade. Oh, God, if you were caught taking this shit, the thing they do, they grab wet paper towels and just start throwing them at them. <laughs> or they grab, like, what you call it, shaving cream or a fucking bucket and just dump them on the person. Oh, my God. You kids were fucking wild. We never did any of that shit. You just got ridiculed and shamed. That's all it was. <laughs> That's all it was. I didn't, honestly, I didn't care. Growing up, I had no shame. Literally. If you knocked on the door and said, yo, you taking a shit? I'm like, yo, that boy taking a shit. I'd just be like, yo, everybody poops, man. I don't give a fuck. I gotta go. I gotta go. Like, I didn't care, man. If I got in trouble, I would walk my ass to the principal's office on, on my own. Like, fuck security. Yo, we live, by the way, we live in the ghetto. So our fucking school had, like, metal detectors and security guards. And when I got to high school, bro, it, was, it wasn't security guards. They had police officers with fucking dogs and shit in the school. Didn't <laughs> some of them have guns? Yeah, dude, the cops carried guns, man, in the school. Like, they were ready to shoot a motherfucker on site. We had metal detectors. You had to, like, have your ID and everything scanned in order to enter the school. <laughs> like, it was just bad. <laughs> it was horrible. I was like, yo, what is this, school or fucking prison? I mean, what's the difference, really? Yeah, for real. Like, like, really, what's the difference? At least yeah, the only thing is that the food's better at school. <laughs> oh, my God. The school in my... The, the food in my high school was... I don't know why, but it was fucking amazing. They had the best cafeteria ladies in the world. I'm not even going to lie. They would make the best spicy chicken wraps on the fucking planet. I, didn't, I have never had a better spicy chicken wrap than in my high school cafeteria... On God, on everything I stand for, it was the best fucking rap ever. My my go-to was always spicy chicken, jalapeno. This is when my stomach is fucked up, by the way. Every day I would eat this for lunch. Spicy chicken with jalapenos and hot sauce, lettuce, tomatoes, cucumbers. On a whole wheat wrap, because I was healthy. <laughs> and uh, and then I, would, I wouldn't get chocolate milk, I'd always get a Gatorade. They used to, it was cool. They used, they sold Gatorades and everything like that. Like those, those meals you had to pay for, you know, they had the free school lunches and everything like that. The classic turkey cubes over rice or the fucking squared pizza. 
or nachos. Yeah, the nachos were fire though, not even yeah, gonna lie. Those hard ass grilled cheese sandwiches that felt like a fucking brick. The reason why they were like that was because they baked them. <laughs> but yo, those grilled cheeses, yo. I started a food fight at South. Dude started a food fight with just one grilled cheese. Yeah, and then all it took was just that one grilled cheese slapping someone so hard across the face. South was the middle school we went to. Uh we didn't go at the same time. But yeah, obviously because he's older. Yeah. But uh, South, we we both went to South Middle School, and so did my sister. I went with me, me and my sister went uh, together. I was a year behind her, so. Uh, but yeah, South Middle School was insane. It was literally in the projects. Like the the school was legit in the projects. I end up, and then, the the high school. There's like there was three because we had so many kids, and there was only uh, like our school district was 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 joined. With other, different like nights. like different towns and stuff, you know, like all the local towns, like there was because the because our 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 city is pretty big, so there, it's divided into two parts. It's divided into the town of Newburgh and the city of Newburgh. So everybody from the town of Newburgh would uh, come to NFA and New Windsor as you well. Mean the city, yeah, no, everyone from the town of Newburgh would would come from the town to go to the the high school in the city oh, yeah. of Newburgh. And there was also another town, uh, New Windsor. They all the kids from there would go to to the high school. So there was a lot of kids in that area that would go to school. And so we had to divide the school into three different parts. It was NFA Main, which is where I went to, which is the biggest building. Then it was NFA North, which is the second biggest building. And then for the students with like remedial classes and like special needs, they would go to NFA West. Oh no, they changed it now. They changed it. You have some lawyers and shit now, like for like criminal justice and all that. Oh, so like. Uh, Students who want to become criminal do do criminal justice and pursue a career in law. Yeah, they change it to that. Now. Also, they they do that there. So yeah, that there's more spread kids there. Oh, okay. So, well, I haven't been in school in like four a years. Decade. No, Three well, years. I just started like high school again. Like I, I kind of mentioned that like in the last podcast. But um, yeah. But yeah, but when I was there, it was like that. Yeah. So apparently now, uh, NFA West is for uh, criminal justice uh, studies lawyers. and lawyers, people who want to study law. Um, and we're working the government, and then I know NFA Maine was like uh, a lot of mechanical engineering, a lot of sports stuff, a lot of cosmetology. Uh, you could learn how to be a barber. Like, you could get your barber license fresh out of high school there. Like it was cool. They had a really good uh, teacher. Like he he would uh, do fire fucking cuts. I know a kid who went to my church school, and I stay in touch with him. He's one of my cousin's friends. He, fresh out of high school, just became a barber, and he got his license in high school and everything. You know, they send you to the, to the to the place in the city where you get your exam taken, and uh, they pay for it for you to get your license. It's pretty cool. Um, like you could get like uh, mechanic credentials for high school. Like they had auto body, where and like the auto body shop was pretty big. They had, it had its own building at the at the main campus. Um, we had a planetarium in the school, uh, like with a with a whole telescope and everything. Like an observatory type of thing. It was pretty cool. Uh, we had a pool, huge ass pool. Uh, swim club was big. We had a track and field, uh, like track with the, uh, like that ran across a football field that also doubled as the soccer field. Uh, we had a volleyball court. Yeah. Uh, huge ass basketball court in the. There was like it was like three different courts inside the school. Um, there was like two different gyms. There was a dance studio in the school. There was a performing arts studio. Uh, the auditorium was big as shit. Like, it was just a... It was. A, they had, school had a lot of programs that helped kids. 
you know, it was a great school. It's just the kids were dumb. It was just the kids <laughs> that ruined the experience of high school for me. I couldn't, and uh, it wasn't just them, but also my parents that ruined it for me. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I kind of want to talk about love a little bit, because it's fucking, speaking of high school, I kind of want to talk a little bit about love. And, uh, and you know, just, just who was the, the one girl, after all these years, that stayed on your mind? That if you were given another chance to be with her, you would be with her again? I can't even say that because, like, most of these girls were just immature as hell for no reason. Look at my or maybe I just grew up too fast. I don't know. I mean, due to our circumstances, we did have to grow up a little faster than other kids. That's true. But, but like, like, me, me, like, I started working at 13 years old, man, you know? And I dropped out of high school at 16, worked a full-time job at a pizzeria. And then from there, I just... Oh, by the way, he makes fire-ass pizza. It's really good. Yeah. Your boy, your, your boy's a pizza chef, and not just pizza. I can make any Italian food, man. I work. You can make lasagna. Yeah, man, I know how to make lasagna, dude. Lasagna is a basic, dude. I don't know how to. Cook. I'm talking about like pasta fagioli, uh, zuppa de pesce, you know, all that good shit. Yo, why are you talking like an Italian? Bro, movie? because this is this is what it's called. That's the, literally the name of the fucking food, bro. I worked at the Italian place, like <laughs> like it was an actual restaurant. It wasn't just a pizzeria. Love. But yeah, going back to love, man. Who, out of all the girls you dated, who stands at the top? Like, these two girls. The one I'm talking to right now and, like, the girl Victoria I was talking about. Okay. Now, Victoria was your first love, right? Yeah. Yeah. They always have a special place in your heart for your first love. <clears throat> Not me. Uh-uh. My first love was a bitch. And I say that. Because I actually know what, what real love is. Like, I, I found real love with, with my wife right now. And honestly, <clears throat> I love my wife more than any, uh, like, all of my exes combined. <laughs> and it's not fucking cap. And you know it's not fucking cap. Because I literally do anything. And, like, she's the only woman I'm with that I, I've been with that I actually simp over. Like, I don't fucking, like, that's my wife. I don't give a fuck if I'm simping over her, bro. Nigga, it's your wife. How the it's, fuck would it, you be simping over her? Because, nigga, I buy her shit. I take her out on dates. I, I, you know, when she needs her and, own space, I take care of the baby. Like, I'll, I'll do anything and for her. And if she lets you hit, then it's not simple. It's not. <laughs> I mean, we're fucking married, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> then it's not simping. But I don't care. Simping would be the shit Wanfire does. Yeah, Wanfire gets no coochie. Shout out to my boy Wanfire. We're about to get him on here with Kevin one of these days. One of these days, like probably next week. Just to talk shit. About people. About people <laughs> and things. <laughs> but, um. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, out of all the girls I've been with, my wife definitely stands at the top. Because I could never be myself with any of the girls I was with. Never. They never accepted me that I... Like, I was a huge nerd, you know? I love... Still is. I still am. I love Star Wars, alright? Big into Star Wars. Like, I, not even, like, just, like, the fucking movies. I watched the shows, you know, watched Star Wars, The Clone Wars. Like, I cried when fucking... Ahsoka and uh, and Captain Rex were being hunted down by their own men. Like, that shit was yeah, heartbreaking. But he doesn't know what I'm talking about. But some of you know what I'm talking about, okay? Like, I, I, I love Star Wars, all right? I love the Marvel, like, Marvel comics, like, the comic books. Like, I read the comic books growing up, um, watched all the movies, and, like, 
I'm like a huge nerd. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when when I saw cameos and like I would pick up Easter eggs before anybody would pick them up. Like when I'm in the theaters, oh, I'm like, oh my god, that's from this character and this character. You know what I'm saying? Like I was a huge nerd. DC Comics loved it. Like I'm not one of those people who's like, oh Marvel or DC, dude. Fucking DC's better than Marvel. I'm not one of those fucking guys. I enjoy everything. All right. I'm a true fucking fan. You like superheroes? Hey man, shut the fuck up. One thing ain't better than the other. Everything's got their own unique fucking flavor, bitch. Exactly. You know, like. All right? Don't be knocking the other guys down because they like Marvel. Don't be knocking the other guys down because they like DC. Hey, man, I appreciate the fact that you guys stand together in the fucking nerd kingdom. You know? Shout out to all my boys out there who are comic book fans. Like, I love anime. You know? A lot of the girls I dated didn't like the fact that I like anime. You know, they didn't like the fact that I like comic books. They didn't like the fact that I like Star Wars because it didn't look like me. Because they thought I was just this dude. Like, they all thought I was a fuckboy. They all thought, like, just based off my appearance, I was a fuckboy. I like to dress nice. You know, I like to style my hair good because I try to compensate from the fact that I was insecure. And I had a a horrible body growing up. And after I got older, I started, you know, like I said, my dad, like, trained me to be a, a martial artist because that's what he wanted me to do as a career and I ended up just keep doing kept doing it uh in high in middle school I did wrestling I won uh I won some championships for the school well I just got to do with love no this is I'm getting there okay. <laughs> and everything like that so they, they all thought I was this nerdy jock type fucking guy this fuck boy not nerdy this this, this jock fucking asshole type guy because I carried this kind of personality with me that I, I came off as kind of an asshole at first until you got to know me because I I, I didn't like people getting close to me and and so I just uh, I carried that kind of personality with, with me, and that's the kind of impression they got for, from me when they first met me, and that's what the type that was the type of guy that they liked. But that wasn't me. That was just me trying to have people not come close to me. So I would give these girls a chance because I would always try to see the better of it in anyone. And most of the time, I couldn't be myself. They would get mad at me for being myself. They would get mad at me for being Hispanic. You know what I mean? Because a lot of the girls I dated, I'm not even gonna lie, they were white girls. And they, they didn't understand my culture, and they didn't appreciate my culture. Well, white girls are basic as hell. Shit it's not just, people. dude. You can't just say what you can't categorize every person just oh, because bad. of one person. You no, know? no, my bad, my bad. I mean, everyone is retarded as shit. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> That's not what I meant. So like you can't judge a race based off of the people that you encounter from that race. Like they're, every white people come in different flavors. All right. Flavors. I say flavors because flavors, bro. There's, you have uh, the white people that are ghetto, you know, that grow up around here with us. You have classy white people. You got nerdy white people. You have rednecks. You got British white people. You got Irish white people. You got Italian white people. You got Australian. You know what I'm saying? It's like they come in different flavors. Everybody, everybody's different, man. Everybody's different. You can't judge one person and stereotype one person just because of the race. All right. <laughs> everybody's unique. Everybody's their own person. You know. You can't just fucking go around saying white people are basic. Because not every white person is the same. Just, just like not every Hispanic is the same. We're not all Mexican, right? Some of us are Salvadorian. Some of us are Honduran. <laughs> some of us are Peruvian, Bolivian, Guatemalan. You know what I mean? And you can't even say, like, you can't categorize Mexicans with Puerto Ricans. You know? know? Because they're completely different. Puerto Ricans are from the Caribbean. Mexicans are from... Um, South America, Central America, you know, Central. There's part of North America. They're probably the only, uh, but still, you know, Cubans, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans are different than Mexicans, Hondurans, and Salvadorians. 
you know? And we look different. We have a different mix of blood. Can't categorize all of us the same. Well, never mind, let me not say that. <laughs> you can't say that. Yeah. Know what you were thinking. I know exactly what you were thinking. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah. a lot of the girls I dated were white. And, yes, they did fit that stereotype. The, a lot of them didn't appreciate my culture. Okay? And they didn't like the fact that I was Hispanic. So, I had to whitewash myself and change myself into somebody I wasn't just to like, please them. And I felt like I wasn't me. That was your problem that you always had to adapt to people. But like, the reason why, nigga, dude, you know why I did that? Because I felt like I was never good enough because you're dumbass parents. Our dumbass parents. Well, okay. <laughs> Our dumbass parents. But yeah, I always felt like I was never good enough. So I would try to change myself for people. And then I, I would lose who I was at my core. And so like I would try to. And I never compromised. I was never able to fully compromise myself. And eventually those relationships died out. And they ended up always leaving me. Every person I dated has, I've ever dated has left me. Welcome to either, the club. Either for somebody else or because they just didn't like me for who I was. When they found out about me, for real, they didn't want to, identify, they didn't want to associate themselves with me because I was that type of person. You know, they didn't, like, they didn't want to associate with me because I was a nerd. They didn't want to associate with me because I like anime. They didn't want to associate with me because I, just because sometimes. So they would end up leaving me. I got cheated on a lot. You know, uh, it was it was it was bad. My luck, my my luck with love was terrible, and and like I said, I was I was very lonely, and I started doing dating naps, get and I get get man. I talked about it on the last podcast. Um, I was like on everything, and then I gave up. I just deleted all my accounts, deleted all my profiles, and then I met my wife. And you know, I I gave you the story of how I met my wife, but I didn't tell you how I met her in middle school though. So, when I met my wife in middle school, it was the funniest fucking thing. I had a shitty day. Shitty fucking day. I was in the most pissed off mood ever. And, and I carried around this personality with me that I would always try to push people away. And that I was just an asshole. So, I see, my, I see this girl in the hallway. And I honestly know she wasn't looking at me. But I still just had to say, what the fuck are you looking at? I said that to her. And she said, oh man, I can't remember what she said. It was something along the lines of, I'm not, she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I think she said that back to me. Or, uh, I'm not fucking looking at you, or something like that. And then I just like disappeared. All right. And she told me that she was looking for me and she was trying to find me. And she just like, she gave up and she couldn't. But I left that lasting impression on her, you know? Like, for some reason, she found that fucking hot that I fucking said that to her. I don't know why. Was she a masochist or something? No, dude. But I don't know why she found it hot when I said that to her. And ever since that day, she just had a crush on me. It was the cutest thing. I didn't fucking know. I honestly didn't fucking know. But she had a crush on me ever since that day. And eventually, it start, as she got older, it started dying down. And me, I completely forgot about that day until she brought it up to me. And then I was like, oh my God, I remember that. You know? And uh, it was... I don't know when when I st- like I said when I started talking to her, I had just the biggest butterflies, you know. I felt like such a bitch, dude. I was, <laughs> I was about to say that. I was like head over heels for her, 
But I was there when you texted her. Oh, my God. I would literally text her with my feet up in the air. I'm, like, swinging them back and forth. All fucking cutesy-wootsy bullshit. But whenever you got a text from her, you start jumping around and acting like a fucking dumbass. And start, <laughs> oh, my God. She texted me. I'm like, dude, she fucking texted back. Like, I would get so excited. I'd get so fucking happy. Like, I was like a little fucking dog. Like, a little puppy. And I was like, yo, calm the fuck down. Dude, I would get so excited. Because I was so fucking alone. And the fact that somebody... Just the slightest attention she ever gave me felt like... The the world to me because i was so alone and i never had that from any of the girls i, I dated i never it. felt like that i always like felt like a burden to be with them but i never wanted to break their hearts so i never fucking like like did anything to to break up with them and that's bitch of me to do should have just ended it man really should have saved me the trouble saved me heartbreak saved me all this fucking like trauma i have with relationships and, and yeah just being with my wife it fixed a lot of that you know I and tend to come off as cold all the time to people. And I'm like, you goddamn right, I'm not changing myself just because you don't like me. Hell no. That's what. Kevin's the type of guy that if you ask him to change, he's just going to break up with you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he's like, he'll never compromise who he is. He likes who he is. He knows who he is. And if you can't accept him for who he is, then you're not worth his time. That's him. I respect him for it, honestly. You're being true to yourself. And I respect people who are true to themselves. Because I was never true to myself. Because I'm not going to bullshit myself saying, oh, no, I'm going to do this for her. I'm like, fuck no, nigga. If you don't like me who, for who I am, then get off the fuck away from me, bitch. <laughs> Why the emphasis on the bitch? But, but yeah, I just, um, I don't know. I was head over heels for her. Madly in love. Like, I fell so hard for her. Yeah, and this is the first time i actually seen him happy in a long ass time. I was happy. Uh, just being able to talk to her. Not even just dating her, just being able to talk to her, being able to see her. Every time I would see her, it would just brighten my day. No matter how upset I was, no matter what was going on in my life, every text I got was just Yeah, pure... why are you making your voice deeper? Like, I'm not. It's because, like, I try to, like... like... <laughs> anyway, anyway, continue. <laughs> Look, I'm not, like, making my voice deeper. That's how I actually talk. But I try to, like, exaggerate my voice a little. Yeah. And be a little more energetic and happy because you know I'm not trying to be a fucking depressing asshole. Yeah, I, I literally I literally talk monotone all the time. It's insane. It's too funny. <laughs> like uh, like my emotions are just yeah you know and uh, yeah that's cool and yeah that's cool <laughs> that's funny you know like I talk like that so I try to like bring out a character in me and try to be more exciting more more enthusiastic and hyper but <laughs> right, calm down you crackhead but yeah I just um. I don't know. I felt like when I get serious, like like it comes out, and I try not to be like that. Like I said, yeah. But I, it was, it was just something I never experienced before with any of the girls I did. And uh, most of the time, I asked somebody out, it was out of sympathy for them, and out of just pure me feeling bad that they wanted to be with me. So I decided to just give them a chance, and it was miserable, like. I never dated anybody because I actually liked to date them person. There were some girls I thought that were cute, yes. But they were, it was never like a pure happiness that I had. Like when they would text me, I felt like it was a burden. I would be upset. I'd be like, ah, oh, this girl again. You know, and I wasn't happy. Because, and, and I would try to give them a chance, you know. But it was always kind of the same thing. But with my, my, with my wife, it was different. When she would text me, I would get butterflies. I would be so happy. I'd get so energetic, get so excited, and it was just that love I felt for her that I knew immediately 
she was the woman I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. Immediately knew that she was. Without a doubt in my mind. As soon as I met her, I dropped everything. Uh, I stopped. Like a lot of my friends, after I started dating her, they started being fake. You know, my family started being fake. They didn't want me to be with her because they just didn't want me being with someone. They wanted to keep me for themselves, which is wrong. So I dropped my family. I dropped my friends and I changed myself to be a better person for her. And that's the first time I willingly changed myself for someone else without having to feel the weight of being forced to do it. I changed willingly for her. And that's something that was very hard for me to do. Because I was the type of guy who would never truly compromise who I am at my core. You know? But for her, I was willing to be a better person. Um, and she brought out the good in me. Uh, something that I didn't even know I had. And she saw something in me that I never saw in myself. Yo, for real. And I always thought I was going to die alone. That I was just going to be an old piece of shit and just... One of those angry-ass grandpas that be yelling at you for no reason. Yeah, I thought it was going to be one of those grandpas that just fucking yell at you. Get off my lawn, you fucking kids! You know, one of those guys. <laughs> but but she, she... I don't know. She saw something in me besides my, my face, besides my body, besides the money I had. And it made me feel whole. Like, she literally completes me. She's my better half. She brings out the best in me. And I want to do my best for her. And that's something I never felt with anybody else. And it's something, it's something very pure. I can't really explain it, but it, I, guess, I guess the word for it is love, you know? It, all, it all comes down to it is actually love. And it's just, I don't know. When she got pregnant... Like, we were both young. You know, I didn't have my career started. Like, I, I didn't have my car. I had lost my place. And despite me going through the rough times I had, she stood by me and helped me rebuild myself. And when she got, when, when we found out she was pregnant, I was speechless. I was so happy that I didn't even say anything. I couldn't say anything. The wave of emotion that rushed through me was just insane. Yeah, I ended up fucking up a lot. My insecurities ended up getting the better of me. And for the most part, it was because of my family. They would use the traumas I had uh, with relationships, with the women that would cheat on me. They would say, oh, when you're at work, she's doing this and she's doing that. And I would try not to believe it. But that part, of me, that one part of me, the part that actually got hurt by it, that part of me would believe it. And it was bad and it was toxic. And that's why, well, I, and I separated myself from my family because of it, and I worked hard to earn her trust again, to be better, and right now, things are looking up, and I'm very glad that I decided to cut my family out of my life for her, because, honestly, that decision alone single-handedly saved my marriage. I cut out the toxic people in my life that, that were weighing me down, and I felt so good for it, because. I felt free, you know, free to live my life the way I wanted to, free to be with the person that I loved and not be ridiculed for it and try and manipulated into leaving her. And when our son was born is when I knew 
that nothing else mattered except for this moment. Being with her and being with my son was everything for me. Uh, yo, I'm about to start crying, honestly. <laughs> but just thinking about it. I eat depressing fuck. I'm not being depressing. No, you're making it more depressing now. It's tears of joy. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But... Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. When I... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if there was a weird cut there. I ended up running out of time. But I pieced this together with uh with the other segment that I recorded. But, but yeah, like I was saying before, um, the... My son and my wife being born was the single greatest moment of my my son and my wife. My wife giving birth to my son was the single greatest moment of my life. And it really put things into perspective for me. And it really cleared my mind as to what I should do as a father and as a husband. And just stand by them no matter what. And forget about everyone. Forget about everything else. That all that mattered was me bettering myself to give them the future that I never had. To give them a chance... To be there for my wife the way my father was never there for my mom. And to be there for my son the way my father was never there for me. Or me. Or him. <laughs> and I wanted to give them something more. Something better. And so I continuously worked to that. I worked for it. And to this day, I still work for it. I'm not, I'm not where I want to be in life. I'm with who I want to be with in life. But I'm not where I want to be at in life. And not for my sake, but for their sake. I want to be able to support them. And give them a comfortable way of life. So that you they, sound like a whole anime MC on God. I'm not an anime MC. Why do I, why do you make me do this? Okay. Listen, you bitch. But you're literally narrating someone's life like a fucking MC. I'm narrating my own life, you asshole. Oh, well, not my problem. <laughs> well, we're talking about love here, bitch. You're making it sound depressing. I, it's not trying to be depressing. Well, change the tone. Instead of talking like this, bro, my wife. Like well, me. I ended up falling in love with my wife over this. <laughs> you know, when we're talking like that, yeah, asshole. I know, that's just too annoying, but at least I'm being more energetic about it. Well, fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, I, um, I don't know, really put things into motion for me, and I just wanted to be the best me that I could be for her and for my son and just give him something better than what I had. And that's really all it was. That's really all it took for me to get my things in gear and to this day continuously grow on our love and continuously grow in our relationship. But this thing's kind of a little over an hour, so I should probably cut it there. Yeah. Anything you want to say? You want to plug your meme page? Yeah, I got you. It's like heatmaster underscore zero six nine on Instagram. Bitch. <laughs> Yep, that's Yeet Master underscore six nine. Zero six nine. Zero six nine. My bad, motherfucker. I Yeet Master underscore zero six nine at Instagram. And you could just follow my podcast here on Spotify. I'm probably gonna drop another episode next week or whenever I feel bored this week. And uh yeah, it was fun talking about this. I'm really enjoying this. Right, I'll come back for a part two sometime later. Part two. You mean like another fucking part two? All right, bitch. A part two. Come back for a fucking part two, you asshole. Nah, I'm going to sleep. I'm tired of shit. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll see you guys later. Peace.